help us. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, you gotta you gotta listen <laughs> when I say we're coming. I do a countdown for a reason. Oh, my dear Lord in heaven. Sorry, Dad. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Wow. <laughs> That's worse. So, when we last left our heroes, as the group made their way back to the manor proper, they finally caught some time for a little bit of an R&R, &R, and to regroup, now that they've finally been reunited, save for Oksana, who had made her way back down to Dog's Breath, to meet with Maggie and Carlos for a little while, while Pluck was able to arrange a new ring for her. However, as the group sat down for a good night's dinner, a knock was heard on the door. As they opened it, they found a small babbit, or nectar creature, as we now know them, none other than Mars, father of Grimor himself. Mars explained to the party that he had met with Oksana and assisted her in her overall escape, or at least attempted to. He continued to go on to explain that he was once in league with the Crimson Herald in an attempt to resurrect a lost one from many years ago. However, her deeds over the last few years had become quite dastardly, and so he decided to turn tail to the other side and become the righteous member of good, or whatever we call this party. He continued to proceed to tell some of the Crimson Herald's plan, at least that's that of what he knew of, as the Crimson Herald had kept the overall scroll of restoration away from him, or most of it, at least. It was then revealed to Mars that the party was in fact in possession of the exact copy of the restoration spell, to which he immediately began work on it. Back down in Dog's Breath, a heartfelt message was needed to be made to both Maggie and Carlos. As Oksana arrived, they first questioned where little Grimoire was, and with a heavy heart, Oksana proceeded to tell them that their friend was no more. Maggie and Carlos, taking the more motherly and fatherly approach, tried to be there for Oksana in every way they could, mostly centered around food a surefire ticket to her heart. In the meantime, Wilhelm had now left the manor proper to go collect Oksana as he was now in possession of her ring, once being held by Mars. As the two met with Maggie and Carlos, Wilhelm struck it pretty well with Maggie, the two exchanging butterly recipes and many, many other uses. As the two said their goodbyes for the evening, they made their way back to the manor to meet with the rest of the group. And as they all once again reunited for the first time in what seemed to be like months, the shenanigans truly began. For one, Scrump and Wilhelm decided it'd be a good idea to further their investigations into butter, determining whether or not a potion could be infused into butter. Well, unfortunately, true to his name, the Horse Lord stuck the wrong type of potion into the stick of butter, causing Wilhelm to expand from the rear area, growing two long legs and hoofs as he slowly converted into that of a centaur. Back within the main room, a 
strange little interrogation began between Oksana and V. V getting closer and closer to realizing the true value of friendship and that to be guarded is not always necessarily the case. As the rest of the group began to make their way to their beds for the evening, it was Tristan who was left alone in the common room. And, as he began to look out the window, a strange vision started to cross his eyes. He found himself in a void-like room with a man, an older man, spinning a yarn of thread. And as Tristan approached, the older man informed him that he was not supposed to be here. And with that, our story continues. As Tristan approaches the old man, he stops spinning the golden thread and looks up. His face wrinkled with time, but his eyes seem vibrant and youthful. You are a lost man, Tristan Corbin. Tristan gives a bit of a suspicious glance at the man seated on the stool. How do you know my name? I know many things of all beasts and man. It is in my nature to watch as the threads spin. And I know you are in a place you should not be. Tristan eyes the man closely. And what do you know of such things? I know you to be an unwilling pawn piece in a game of chess far greater than you could ever imagine, Tristan Corbin. The man turns his back to Tristan and continues to work on his wheel. You were spared by death and brought here by eternity to stave off the coming of a great loss. But even in that infinite wisdom, even the aspects can be short-sighted at time. This is where my brothers and mine's sacred duty are upheld. We are the fathers that watch over time, and their short-sightedness has had great effect. I ask you this, Tristan Corbin. What would you give to see your family again? Tristan's eyes immediately widen. Anything, he gasps. The old man stops spinning and reaches into a small basket that holds the already spun sections of thread. He grasps onto two points of the thread and holds it up for Tristan to see. In my right hand, the moment that you were taken, and in my left, when you returned, you have made my thread fray, Tristan Corbin. And whether willingly or not, only you can fix it. Mend the line, and you will find your family once more. Tristan begins to inspect the thread for a moment, before closing his eyes and looking away. You speak of duty, but I hold one of my own, and my fate is already spoken. For my companions and I... The old man cuts him off. You know nothing of fate, and to speak her name on your lips is heresy. You are not to be here, Corbin. 
You were never meant to be here. Your companion's tale must resolve without interruption. But your tale is far from over. Your fate, once written, has now been splayed. And it is your duty to correct it. And after seeing as many stories as I have, I can say that you too are meant for another greatness. And your grandest reward will come at the end. Come, Tristan. The old man stands up. Let us not keep fate waiting any longer. Tristan looks to the man and asks, Before I go, I have one request. Allow me to leave a message for my companions. The old man smiles and nods. As Tristan blinks once more, he finds himself back within the manor proper, once again staring out the window into the dark night sky. He looks around before making his way towards the staircase upstairs. As he reaches the top of the stairs, he walks to one end of the hallway, known to be Basil's room. He listens closely and hears Basil scribbling away. Tristan always admired his way with words, his ability to tell a story, and thinks to himself, he hopes that his crush won't miss him too much. He continues on down the, the line, stopping at Sicarius's door. Nothing is heard. Seemingly, Sicarius sound asleep at this point. Tristan thinks of his first time meeting Sicarius, and the assistance the two provided. The two seemed closer than Tristan felt to anyone within the party. He goes to knock on the door, but thinks, no. Furthering down the line, he stops in between Oksana's and Scrump's door. He hears them both sequentially snoring in order. The deep, loud snores of Oksana versus the more higher-pitched of Scrump's almost creates a strange beat to go back and forth to. Continuing on down the line, he stops at V's door. He had admired V for quite some time, being a woman who would always say what's on her mind, not worrying about what other people think. He enjoyed their time together. And lastly, he stops outside of Williams, Wilhelm's door. And although they've just recently met, he hopes that Wilhelm can help to bring the party to a, the resolve that would benefit all. As he finds himself once again at the top of the staircase landing, he looks back towards the doors once more before making his way downstairs, quickly walking through the rest of the home, taking in some of the fond memories 
he heads towards the dining room. Looking out towards the table where they've sat and planned and eaten meals many times, he gives one last smile. Before speaking out, I'm ready. Within an instant, a flicker of light opens up what looks to be a hole somehow in the middle of space and time. On the other side, he can see the old man in grey waiting for him. And just before he leaves, he holds out his hand once more, conjuring two coins and leaving them on the dining room table. He thinks to himself, they'll know what it means. As he knocks on the wooden table before giving one last smile, he turns towards the portal and walks through, just as the portal closes behind him. The night otherwise goes by uninterrupted. The following morning, you all awake, feeling refreshed and ready to go. It's been some time since you've all been sleeping under the same roof. And being all there together once more has brought a joy, a re rejuvenation to all of you. You all awake in your beds. What would you all like to do? Eat. Yeah, Wilhelm will have woken up early, uh, knowing how much trouble the stairs gave him on the way up in his new form. <laughs> uh, so that he uh, can get breakfast prepared. So, so there's a there's a long amount of time where he's kind of like shaky legged shuffling. <laughs> <laughs> as you get stuck for a minute as as you as you get up and and try and move around finding it very awkward to sleep sitting you try your best to get around petunia as she kind of dodges between your legs <laughs> you continue uh, will get up and uh and as he heads down to uh breakfast he um he seems to have had like a, a rough night you can kind of see like that there's like bags under his eyes uh there's kind of like uh just a, a restlessness around him as he comes down okay basil as you make your way down the stair you are immediately blessed with the smell of baked goods and beautiful aromas that seem to fill the entire room you know exactly what that means. Wilhelm is once again in the kitchen. Uh, I'll head to the kitchen and see if Wilhelm needs any help. With the uh, with the aromas coming up, you just kind of hear like a crash and a bang. Eh, eh, you stupid suck! Eh, and he's eh, knocks open the door and scrumps like Wilhelm's cooking. Axana, come on, come on. He like kind of scrumbles his way down as quick as he can. At the at the sound of the word cooking, she'll like shoot it to bed. 
I'm coming. I'm coming. Wait, save some for me. The very first person, whoever it is that comes walking into the kitchen, Wilhelm's just going to be like, Get out of here. What are you doing? (laughs) Don't look at me. Basil is um, now. He's got like three aprons tied around him. Yeah. Yeah. You would immediately see that uh, your dear friend Wilhelm is now half man, half horse. There's a um, there's a small pause as as Basil enters and sees Wilhelm trying to cover up his hoarseness, and um, Basil doesn't miss a beat. He uh, immediately sees Wilhelm trying to navigate the kitchen with a rather ample caboose. And just puts on an apron and says, "Been there." <laughs> he squint. He squints for a moment, and uh, I'll I'll help by uh, yeah, just just doing what I can to help it so that he doesn't have to you know navigate this by himself. Knowing his um, cooking skills, he's probably just having him hand him things so he doesn't have to move from his position in the kitchen. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, he's having the most trouble with. As the two of you begin to uh, to, to cook together, uh, a, a very bonding experience. It doesn't take long before you hear the pitter-patter of little feet come running down the stairs. A very gasping for breath, small little goblin <sighs> makes his way <sighs> to the doorway, followed closely by a very large Goliath woman. Yeah, Scrump comes in. He's just like, pancakes and sausages, and I bet there's hash browns. Oh, hey, we'll have... He just looks at you for a moment and then turns from you. You see him grab something off the counter. Number 76. And he chucks a stick of butter at you. <laughs> can I roll the like, avoid here? Absolutely. You can absolutely go ahead. Uh, Wilhelm, go ahead and make a, uh, a ranged attack. Just uh, Oh, you're fucked. Yeah, make a ranged attack. Okay, scrum. let's do it. You can go ahead and uh, make a dexterity saving throw for me, please. Okay, perfect. 11 plus 6. 11, 22. Oh my god. <laughs> Why did I give you those range bonuses? <laughs> so yeah, Scrub totally just eat the stick of butter to the face. <laughs> He's As, like, uh, I thought that was 71. <laughs> catching the uh, the butter between your teeth, you immediately gobble it down, Scrump. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Ah, it's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like Scrump would sort of pull up a chair and sit at the island, but would look down and, and see the two coins. You'd be like, oh, money, dibs. Anyone got dibs? Oksana, as you no? look down and Basil look towards the two coins resting on the table, you would immediately recognize these coins. These are not city coins in any way. There's only once or twice that you've seen these. You would immediately recognize those as Tristan's. These are Tristan's. What is the meaning of this? Uh, Tristan's got dibs, damn it. Didn't notice on my way in. I was a little preoccupied. What with the hooves? Yeah, Oksana, you now also see that Wilhelm seems to have grown a horse's bottom. 
<laughs> My friend, you are changed. Just, just a little bit. We're, we're both. I'm hoping, and, and Scrump should be hoping for his own safety that it is temporary. Yeah, yeah, probably. Oh. Get any more better? Kind <laughs> of just looking at. <laughs> I like to imagine he's like trying to reach Lord. up to the counter and he's just like <laughs> pushing his face down. It's like a young <laughs> child trying to get to the cookies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's pulled up his stool from the island now. <laughs> Uh, Basil will reach down and grab hold of the the two coins and um, and inspect them. Um, this is quite strange. Tristan, um, can I go to Tristan's room? Absolutely. Taking off your apron and putting it to the side for a moment, you move past the starving Scrump and Oksana, who are eager, eagerly both awaiting for Wilhelm to finish cooking. You slowly make your way up the staircase towards Tristan's room, and as you knock on the door, you don't get a response. Uh, I will very casually open up the door and uh, peer inside. Looking Tristan? inside, there is no one there. The bed is properly made. It's almost as if this room has never been used before. I'll, um... I mean, Tristan does put his stuff here, right? Like, there's usually his personal effects, belongings, equipment, braces of defense. Oh, um... <laughs> wow! Dax is there to pillage. Wow! Okay. Well, you Look. cold-hearted if we're If we're looking to steal stuff... Holy um, sh... Wow. Well, let's go with uh, Dag higher low for your benefit. <laughs> Unbelievable! The body's not even cold. <laughs> hey. Happy birthday, Dag. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. How much XP do I get for Tristan? Yeah, oh my God. higher low for your benefit. Yeah. <laughs> high, high, high. Always high? high. Yeah. It just so happens on the dresser, you do see a pair of bracers of defense looking like they've never been worn before. Okay, so I take this as a sign. And I take the that I should add one to my AC. <laughs> I take this as a sign as these are mine now. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Look, a sign. Also, yes. Okay. But um, but also with um, with everything going on, like like obviously there was a very clear indication from Tristan that these were for the battle to come. That these were for the fight ahead, and if he has left the two coins and left this behind, he has left this to help us in this fight. Whatever you need to tell yourself to help you sleep at night. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wherever you are, Tristan, I know this is what you would have wanted. And I, uh, I, I'll put on the braces and, uh, and, and yeah. Uh, Anyway. uh, As you, as you put on the bracers and lacing them up, well, tell me they they're cursed. To... Tell me he left a curse. <laughs> Please. <laughs> that motherfucker. They, they seem... turn your harems blue. <laughs> they they seem like a perfect fit for you. As you look down the hallway, now noticing that no one else has seen this, 
you, my friend, have been inspired. Wow! Inspired? Yeah. I've definitely Ooh. from being a terrible human being. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. I should do this more often. Um, in fact, let me check everyone else's room. No, uh, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to just, <laughs> just... All right. Um, I'll come down, and uh, as I do so, Basil uh, says, um, I, I don't know what to say. I I don't think Tristan's here. Oh, actually, sorry. Before I before I do that, real quick. Uh, what about the ring? Uh, the our teleporty ring and stuff like that. Is that <laughs> yeah. Right here? Okay. Uh, the rings. The ring's not there. You're pressing your okay. luck. Two, 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 no, 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 no. To, to, to be clear, it would be to return to the band of liars. It's more like the symbology of he's, you know, not coming kind of thing as well. Like. Uh yeah no it's uh okay. he he would have kept the ring he probably forgot it was still on okay, okay fair enough okay um I'll head down and I'll say um Tristan's not in his room and uh, his effects aren't there either I had my wrists behind my back um he I think I think he's gone um and uh, I don't know if he's coming back why. Well, he, um, the coins were always a symbol of passing to a new place. Tristan wouldn't so easily just leave these lying around. The fact that he left specifically two coins and all of his things are no longer there, I think it is his way of wishing us luck on the journey ahead. One that he may not be able to follow. At this point, uh, V will come down the stairs, and as Basil has his arms behind his back, uh, V will see that, see the bracers, and uh, sort of just walk past him in the conversation to the kitchen. But as she's walking past, she'll just say, Why are you wearing Tristan's bracers? Ah, <laughs> uh, you didn't even call dibs. Man. Nobody respect uh, the dip yeah. system. This was, well, one of the signs, I believe, that Tristan has truly left us. And, uh. What, that you uh, took his bracers? That's the sign that he probably killed him and took them. Where's. Trump just goes back to eating butter. Well, that he left eating them behind. <laughs> I mean, you know Tristan as well as we do. Why would he leave? I thought he liked your mom. <laughs> One last time, I guess. Um, well, wherever he is, I wish him luck as long as it is far away from my mother. Uh, maybe that's point, where he went. Very slowly and very carefully, Wilhelm uh, starts playing, uh, placing still kind of sizzling uh, cast iron skillets on a little they're just like breakfast scrambles like potatoes eggs bacon like you know your typical stuff with an exceptionally larger one for oxana given her reputation uh and you eat a lot of food don't look at me like that skillet no i'm happy oh yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) that's not even oxana that's just just yours is really piled on (laughs) but then he'll walk over to salivating He'll walk over to the place <laughs> setting left for Tristan. Well, I 
room is having him at my table. Yeah. Kind of sadly pick up the plate and fork and stuff and throw the napkin over his arm as he, again, stumbling and kind of slowly walks over to <laughs> put the dishes back. I am going to miss him. I liked him better than most of you. Uh, yeah, I stand by that. <laughs> I, I didn't know him maybe as well as you did. Uh, but I, he seemed to be a good man. He was great with Stanky Leg by the end of it. Stanky Leg. Yes, he was a nice guy. Kind of creepy sometimes, but nice guy. I had my moments with him, I guess. Waiting to see what you're going to I give everyone a piece of salted taffy. The last gift I ever received from Tristan. Oh. And the only. <laughs> yeah, really. Honestly. <laughs> I gave him those bracers. True. Yeah. Well, that's true. true. Uh, gave us yeah, a strong true. word. Well, actually, to be honest, okay, jokes aside, <laughs> I was going to give the braces to Oksana because I'm actually wearing armor and they do nothing for me. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh. I'll take those. Yeah, <laughs> Busy <laughs> shoveling stuff I, into her face. but she, she <laughs> I picture them. that's what she starts using the bracers for is like a scoop. The food. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Um,. Yeah, but I'll, I'll 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 wait for a time to give it to Octana. Okay. After breakfast. V, good morning. Wilhelmis changed. <laughs> yes, and V is in the middle of pouring herself like a a stiff drink for the morning, uh, and uh, she's as she's taking a, a chug of it. She's, Wilhelm, what what happened? What's going on here? Is this a new thing with you or? He just points to Scrump. Scrump's like walking oh. past V at this point with an empty plate going back for more. And he's like, horse lord, lord of horses. V also has no pants <laughs> on. Going. Yeah, yeah. That's so, thank you, Bobby, because I did say he put on socks, but I did not specify pants. So. He's just <laughs> He's just Winnie the Pooh in it. Just... Please, yeah. if there are any artists in chat, I need fan art for breakfast Scrump. <laughs> We're gonna make the shade. Best part of waking up. Yes, it's unfortunate, but uh, I will persevere. I I am actually impressed. So, Scrump, you you used you controlled your powers and you turned Wilhelm into a half horse. I made it into butter that turned him into a horse. That's that's great. You're learning to control your powers. That's yeah. The, the, there was no yes. there was no control. There, there was no control whatsoever. <laughs> I am the most powerful horse lord ever, as you see him yes. just like getting ready to shovel in more. <laughs> yes, he is true genius. <laughs> Thank you, Axie. Coming from you, leader of the party, brains of the operation. That means a lot. Thank you. She has like bacon stuck in her teeth. And... Yeah. A couple of green chives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, v, you're hitting the sauce fairly early, even for you. Is everything okay? 
V, I noticed you're getting day drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's the nicest way I could think to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yes, everything is fine. Everything is fine. You can tell that V is like didn't really sleep well. Do you like some coffee to mix in there with your life? Sure, mix it up. It's all sure going thing. in the same place, anyways, right? I suppose. Oh, crap is French press. Oksana <laughs> Just... <laughs> <laughs> will look at Basil. Basil, you look like shit. What happened? <laughs> well, good morning to you too. Um... Good morning. <laughs> uh Oh, just uh, nothing much. Just uh, late night. Um, I was uh, trying to do my research and figure out uh, uh, a few things just before we, we go to the garden today. Um, mm. uh, Oksana, I um, I have something for you. I, uh, uh, once we're done with breakfast, perhaps I can help you with them. These are magical braces that I got from the wizard back in um, uh, back in the Jorelium Institute. If Tristan's not here. He likely gave these so that we could use them, and I think they'd best suit you. Um, would you like some help putting them on? Sure. This is very kind. She's been looking while you're talking to her. She's kind of like tuning out of one thought and into the other. But she's looking at you and V weird because you both look like crap today. Mm-hmm. She's connecting. <laughs> But then you've got her attention with the shiny thing. Nice. As Basil, you begin to loop the braces over. You see the shadow of an individual out of the corner of your eye. Basil, you giving out any more gifts or what's happening? Oh, morning. Dead. Scrum. Good morning. What's everybody doing? V, why are you drinking already? Is there a problem? Why not? Do we need to talk to you about this? Like maybe <laughs> organize a time where all we all can just hang out together for a moment and talk about whatever the hell this is. We'll put up a banner behind it. Scrum, that you can help me with this, that. right? To be fair, it's not that out of character. <laughs> not that out of character. That makes it even worse. Each their own. Look, I'll be fine. I'm just, you know, cherishing the day. That's all. Yeah, I've drank way worse things in the morning. Yes, see, Scrump is with me. Do you want some Scrump? No. That's a good choice, Scrump. (laughs) I I was going to say something really mean, but I I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Jed Jed makes his way over towards you, V, and puts his hand on your shoulder, a look of concern on his face. I've seen this before, V. I used to know a guy. Hmm. Wouldn't stop bringing his ladder around everywhere he went. <laughs> he was obsessed with it, always posting it up places, climbing up, climbing down. He just gave up on trees entirely. But then one day, he went way too far with the ladder. He never came back down, V. He never came back down. <laughs> and I don't want to see He's that happen going. to you again. All right. Is, Listen. Is this a metaphor? No, it's not a metaphor. It was a ladder guy. So, ba- as the story is going on, ba- partway through, Basil's now like tied his finger to the braces like four times now, and we'll just sigh and say, "Oksana, do you mind?" And I'm going to try and lead Oksana up to a room where I can do this in peace. 
<laughs> She'll follow. <laughs> On the way out, can I just say, where's Sakaris? Is he gone too? Can we uh, he's, just... he's still sleeping. Let's, let's bang <laughs> on his door on the way up. Eight. Somebody wake him up before his food gets cold. Stairs have become quite an issue for me as of late. <laughs> he's not feeling himself right now. He's kind of still drained from the last few days, so he's just resting as much as he possibly I'll bang. can. Uh, she's going to bang on your door on the way up. <laughs> well, trying to rest Adam. as much as I can. Pound on your freaking door. Oh. <laughs> wake up. There is food, please. I'll be down in a minute. Thank you. And he rolls over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, she's, she's just frozen. Jess. She's just frozen. She's smiling. <laughs> At least it's a smile. I mean. <laughs> I can't hear you. Oh, no. They're trapped in the back of holding. Ghost! <laughs> Tag it down. They can't go to Australia. Oh, there's another smile. <laughs> oh, there it is. There you are. Oh, Yay. you're back. You're back. Hello. I'm back. All right. Sakari finally gets up, get, gathers his stuff together, and just kind of gingerly just walks slowly downstairs to the table to start eating. Okay. Kind of oblivious to everything that's already had just happened. Okay. As you walk into the kitchen, you kind of look over, seeing scrump without pants jed's talking to v about ladders for some reason and wilhelm now half horse pretty typical day in this house honestly i was gonna say this doesn't face sicarius at all he yeah. just looks at it and just says just gets down to eating just like it's another day <laughs> nothing you, surprises uh, him anymore would you care for a coffee sicarius and v will slide him over a spiked coffee Thank you very much. And he'll just drink it. Hmm. <laughs> I like your taste. <laughs> there we go. See, Sicarius is on my side. And so is Trump. <laughs> it's all right, Jed. Everything is fine. No, what is it's wrong not. with Jed? Am I the only one who sees a problem here with any of this? Sicarius is drinking. V's drinking. Wilhelm's a horse now. There's no way he can use a ladder. Jed, Jed, how long have you been with us now? I don't and know. This, and this surprises you now. Like a year. Or Why don't you have a drink and it'll start making all sense to you. <laughs> Take another picture. <laughs> I will inform you I am saving myself for marriage, Sicarius. And he takes a plate and walks out. What the? <laughs> Got some again. mixed messages there. <laughs> some kind. I, yeah, whatever. V, do you have another one? Sure. She'll just take whatever's left of Wilhelm's French press and, and pour him a heavy pour. Add some okay. rum in there. Are you, uh, V, are you joining him? I'll I'll have a second, yeah. Perfect. Go ahead, both of you. Make constitution saving throws. Yeah. Get drunk. <laughs> Disadvantage on all ability bad. checks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, right. Going into probably a very hard fight. Well... I got fourteen plus five. I got a nineteen. Okay. Ah, yeah. V. Sixteen for V. Okay. Nineteen. You both are very good at holding your liquor. Doesn't seem the the second cup doesn't seem to affect you, but uh, you start to feel a little bit of a buzz. You would probably be cautious for having a third, but hey, 
It's your day. When am I ever drink? cautious about anything? <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. Mm. Uh, back upstairs, Basil and Oksana. You were leading into Oksana's room? Yeah, yeah. Okay. As um as Basil um you know sort of sits Oksana down and kneels in front sort of tying the uh, the leather uh straps of the braces uh he says to Oksana How do you How do you deal with feelings that make you angry and upset I mean since we've known each other, you've channeled them into something that has helped us so many times in the past. You've taken all of that, I guess, rage and directed it somewhere that was still useful. I guess that whenever I am angry, I only put anger where it is deserved. That's a, that's very wise, Oksana. And I think people don't give you enough credit for your wisdom. And I, you know, you feel that what the first bracer now just tighten, as uh, as Basil pulls that that sharply. She'll kind of like lift it up and take a look at it. It looks good. I like these. This is fancier than anything I have ever worn. Well, they suit you. Thank you, Basil. What uh, is bothering you, my friend? Basil starts to tie the second one. He says... V is concerned that I'm protecting her too much. And I'm putting myself at risk in order to do so. I am um, not quite sure how I feel about that. And you see Basil sort of stops partway through the second, um, second loop, as he says. Greenmore was, is, still such a big part of, well, both of our lives, even though he's not here. I am sure you know better than most how hard it was to lose someone dear to you. There's nothing you wouldn't do, nothing I wouldn't do, to have changed what happened. But to be told to not do everything you could, I'm... I just don't know what to do with my feelings about that. Yes, I had conversation with her. That was very confusing. She was complaining of your help. But to me, many of us have helped V at different times, but she complained only of your help. This confused me. It tells me it is something with her and not so much with you. I think what you do is noble. I think it is not fair. I don't know. When I think of Grimoire, Grimoire gave his life to protect me. 
if that was his choice and that is how he chose to believe in himself who am i to take that away i don't know if that makes sense but if this is your choice to help somebody and that is what you want to do from your heart it's not her place to interfere the basil is legitimately stunned uh that was surprisingly eloquent and has helped such a great deal. Um, thank you, Oksana. You're a true friend. So are you. I believe you would help all of us. Is V different for you too? She told me Basil is different. Basil stops for a moment as, again, you feel that tightness as the last loop and then pulls on your arm. I think so. I think there is. What do you mean different? What are you guys talking about? Just as Basil is about to respond, (laughs) you suddenly hear a knock on the door. I'm I'm sorry to to interrupt. I I just wanted to say good morning to you, Oksana. Basil, good morning to you as well. There's a lot of work to be done today. I'm going to go get myself some breakfast. Hopefully you're both enjoying your day so so far. Uh, Again, my apologies for for interrupting. Just a hearty good morning to you all. And Mars, Mars my friend. She totally forgets the conversation she's having. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll she'll kind of like grab Basil by the hand and start to walk them both out. Wilhelm has been cooking. You must try the meat. I have I, I never really tried meat before, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, for, first time for everything. <laughs> Whole bunch of firsts these days. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Did and, you uh, sleep well? I, 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 I did. It was uh, very cathartic. What is that? It, it, it was good. Sad, but good. Thank you for allowing me to stay there. I feel a, a little bit closer to him. But thank you. I love you, Dad. On the wind. (laughs) (laughs) You bastard. (laughs) Oxana, are you bringing him down to the kitchen proper? Yeah, she's um, walking, I guess, kind of in front of him and sort of just dragging Basil along, if he's willing, anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think he could resist you anyway if he tried. True. 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 Yeah, my arms are made of balsa wood. It's just not happening. <laughs> once again, making it down to the the staircase, you once again take note around the room. 
Jed seems to continually be talking to Wilhelm about ladders. You can see Scrump still without pants on doing his morning stretches. A sight you <sighs> probably didn't want to have to see. Uh, and still V and Sicarius are both tying one on. Not saying much to one another first thing in the morning. <laughs> Again, a very typical morning in this household. <laughs> As all of the shenanigans take place, a loud knock is heard on the door. It seems to open on its own, and you see a familiar face walk in. A half-elf man. Good morning to you all. It's good to see you all again. Ah, Oksana, good to see you. You immediately recognize Pluck and his, his general happy demeanor first thing in the morning. As he kind of gets a glance around the room, his demeanor shifts slightly to one of concern for the fate of the world. But he shakes it off. It is very good to see all of you together again. I assume the ring is no longer needed. Uh, however, you can keep it in your possession. Basil, I believe you were the one who requested this, as he hands over another uh, ring of teleportation. Ah, yes, thank you. You're very welcome. So, has there been any further thoughts on this Aurelia? Uh, why be so hasty? Pluck them on in, get some eggs, take your pants off, do some stretches. <clears throat> Nope, leave the pants on. We'll not be doing that, but thank you for yeah, the fine. offer. Were you able to bring anything for my condition? Right, the condition. He rifles into a little pouch on his side before producing a scroll. Uh, a greater restoration, I believe, is in order as he hands it over to you. Awesome. You'll take it. And he won't hesitate to open it up and start using it. Uh, do, do you know how to use that? You just read the script. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's a Sicarius, for goodness sake, there's a professional right in front of you. <clears throat> I don't, do don't you, mean to intrude. I'm sorry. What? Is there more to that than I think? No, no, you were pretty much correct. I just, if there was any concerns of pronunciation or, I'm sure it's fine. You've got it. It's Sicarious. all right, little guy. Uh, just read the, um, read the I'm piece hearing of paper some for doubt me. in your voice. Yeah, Scarius, because you're an idiot. You don't know how to read words properly, probably, probably. Coming from the one who cannot march in a straight lines. Oh, I can march. I can no, do you cannot march. I can march. Cannot I can do... dance. I can no, do... you cannot. Yeah, I you can sidestep. Nothing... I can shimmy. Correctly. I can trip walk. You need it doesn't to matter just... what I can do. I, I can do whatever toes, I want. Whenever I go I... back into the downwards dog. This one's the hard one. <laughs> uh, if... <laughs> oh, more dog. If no. you... <laughs> uh, of course, it's your choice, Sicarius, but yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to, to perform it for you if, if you'd like. It just... Uh... Fine. If you think it will be best, I will. If this is your expertise, I will let you do it. Sicarius, and I will hand of it over course, to it's best. Go ahead, and he hands it over. All right, little guy, you got this. 
Make us proud. As Get up, Jim. Mar- Mars unscrolls and begins to read the incantations off the page. As it does, you watch as the scroll begins to form a small light around it, a clear indication of the magical properties now beginning. As he finished reading, you watch as it begins to turn to ash as it slowly begins to fade away. You are now fully recovered. Oh, Sakari's is finally getting his strength back. It's like, ah, much better. I feel more like myself again. I appreciate your help. Thank you very much. And yeah. thank you, Pluck, for bringing the scroll in the first place. It's the least I can do. Feel my strength back again. I'm ready for some seconds, William, if you have any. Oh, yes, there's a few things left here, but that does remind me. And Scrum, please aim that somewhere else. Right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the sun's better over here. <laughs> Just tanning his Well, I'm about butt. to shove this fork <laughs> where the sun don't shine, so please turn around. <laughs> Toasted buns. Oh, God. <laughs> Yes, one big happy family. Um... <laughs> May the fates help. Got all a of goblin us. ass and a horse's ass. And... <laughs> Do not mock I the see horse one more Lord. set of testicles today. <laughs> <laughs> As you say that, you just see Scrump like just really getting into it over in the corner now. <laughs> just it's not a flattering <laughs> position. Oh God. Oh, uh, Wilhelm appears to be meticulously working on something in the counter, by the way, and then turns around and he kind of eyes everyone, almost as if he's judging you all. <laughs> and then he's like, and he puts a tart in front of V, in front of Oksana, and in front of Sicarius. But what? They're tarts. These are my uh, special. I call them pep tarts. Uh, <laughs> pep tarts. Yes, they they actually have a bit of magic quality to them. I use some special ingredients. Uh, today's flavor is key lime pie. It's got some graham cracker dusting on it. And everything. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, more so, you as also if you eat it, you get a plus three temporary hit points. But anyway. <laughs> Considering I have a new flavor every day, I think I might enjoy this. Cheers! Ah, Thank you, Wilhelm. Is there any more left? No, I only had time to make three scrump, and you turned me into a horse. And then he turns around. (laughs) 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 Ah, Every time. (laughs) When once Oksana has cleared her plate, she'll go up to Wilhelm and she'll shake his hand like profusely. Thank you so much for what you have done here. This group needed someone like you for a very long, long time. Everything was delicious, and she's going to keep... It's it's quite all right, Oksana. Thank you. It is wonderful to have my cooking appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then she'll... With so many bird-eating people to eat like birds, it's nice to have someone who really enjoys it. 
I can promise you I will eat whatever you put in front of me. That's fantastic to hear. Trump, I come here. I was about to get a level into cleric. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rob, you were saying? No, I was going to put you in front of Oksana. <laughs> she put oh, God. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It's from just hanging there, Winnie the Pooh at it still. Oh, God. Okay, I can't. Uh, Wilhelm will take one of the aprons and finally just tie it around you like a toga. (laughs) (laughs) People are trying to eat. Thank you, Wilhelm. Ah, Thanks, Wilhelm. Much appreciated. Yes, thank you, Wilhelm. Thank you for going upstairs. On behalf of all of us. Now... (laughs) From what I've been able to gather about this Aurelia, they are, uh, there is some truth in the matter of the individual you seek, Cezora Goldgrip. She does hold daily sessions in the Calepsi Garden. Uh, typically in the mid-afternoon is the best time to find them there. Uh, are all of you aware where you can find the Calepsi Gardens? No, uh, I would Wilhelm know, having lived in the city for a while. You've probably or 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 Dag. I think I mean, Sicarius yeah. might know. I would Sicarius. say probably Sicarius and Basil would probably know. Wilhelm and V, you might have heard of the gardens before. Scrump, you may have also heard of it with your time with the Lucrum family. Uh, but yeah, I, I believe. But Oksana, no idea. Uh, yeah, Oksana would have no idea. Uh, you are from the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad to know that uh, there's some competent people here. Um, huh. Is there anything else further that you will require for uh, for your expedition? You know, I always find your counsel to be very helpful. Anything uh, you would suggest going into this? I would say, obviously, go hidden is probably your your best decision, given your status within the city right now. Uh, You might want to utilize the appearance of nobility, or at least the gods of nobility, that, uh, that will most likely throw any kind of suspicion off your scent. Otherwise... From what I've heard, Suzora is a bit of a stern but fair individual. If you plead your case properly, there might be a chance you'd be willing to assist. Black, you know, not that I would know firsthand, but these guys don't have a lot of money in their coin purses. You got a couple bucks just to grease some cards or maybe look like we're rich? Well, I mean, the rings should do you fine in terms of looking rich. Uh, from what I know of Cezora, she is much more interested in position and power and intelligence as opposed to riches. And you can mm. just say you don't have money on your black. That's fine. I don't have any money. I, I, I don't really carry it around with me, Scrump. That's fair. All right. Ever since the <laughs> advent of the Interact, uh, there mm. hasn't been much need for coin to be brought around. So is In here, it... what? Oh, it's Don't this new thing. It's a form of economy, <laughs> Oksana. Yeah, the, all the stores are using it now. It's crazy. 
Yes, the okay, implementation wait, wait. of the Interior Act is uh, <laughs> has has had quite an effect on our overall economy. <laughs> I have a question. So last time we tried to be fancy and go to party, we did not have invitation, and this was problem because we were bad at inventing names. So, are we going as a real person, or are we making up a name, or what is what is plan here? Is there anyone we could impersonate? I think the current plan is that we are <clears throat> making up entirely new personas as people who are coming um, at the behest of Lady Vespa, so that um, uh, that she might. Um, be able to acquire a table uh, for the afternoon. Uh, I don't think we're impersonating anyone specifically. Basil, where is Vespira from? Vespira is from a... Oh, good question. I don't know where Vespira is from. These I are think the questions we need to ask ourselves. <laughs> well, um... Hmm, interesting. I would oh, say... Oh, just call your girlfriend, Basil. Just call her. Maybe he doesn't want to put themselves into that part of the relationship yet, where he can't be just reaching out all willy-nilly. He's got to play it cool. Oh, sorry, V. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think Scrump is right. I mean, Basil, you got to play your cars right. I mean, has it been even three days yet? Basil will uh, end this conversation immediately by producing the ruby that uh, he uses to contact Vespero with, and um, we'll say, fine. Uh, he taps it twice and uh, tries to speak into it. Vespero, can you, can you hear me? Yes, Basil. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I can always hear um, you. That's concerning. And <laughs> <laughs> we crying himself to sleep last night. <laughs> multiple reactions as Reina and V. Yeah. Wait, can we hear, or is it just like a no? So the only yeah, only Basil would be able okay. to hear. Um, where are you right now? It's very formal of you to ask, Basil. Lady of the Night never tells her tricks. But if you must are... know, I am at the Fool's Mead. You would immediately recognize the name. This is a, a well-known tavern within the Skystone District. Uh, good. We'll, um, we'll meet you there in a moment. Unfortunately, I won't be here in a moment. I've been called forward from by the Crimson Herald. She tells me that I, she has important information, but I would be happy to meet with you after. This might be a fortuitous time. Um, we simply need to secure a reservation at, uh, at a particular location under your name. Um, long story short, we might find more allies at this particular venue, but um, getting a ticket is a little exclusive. We were hoping we may be able to use your name to um, acquire a seat. What is this place you speak of? The Calepsi Gardens. Fine. 
I'll have a messenger send a note over there immediately for uh, ad additional tickets for me and how many? Uh, I'll count all of us and not Jed. So I'll say six. Wow. And not Mars or Mars? <laughs> no, Mars is doing his research today. Yeah. Also, he's kind of like, he needs to be laying low. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, and when you reach the guard post, mention my name. Uh, use the name Thomas. I've always enjoyed <laughs> the name Thomas. A strong and refined Thomas. name. Thomas. Very well. Dave secretly uh, wishes his name was Thomas. No. <laughs> I secretly <laughs> wish my name was Clark. Every day. No. Clark. Yeah, um, okay. Clark. Yeah. It's going to be my kid's first name. Uh, Clark Thomas. Thanks. Thank you. Vistara. That's a great and, um, name. No. Yes, <laughs> it is. We're not talking. We're in the middle of D and D, guys. Okay, fine. All right. <laughs> I knew a Thomas once. He's one of the most powerful person in uh, the astral sea at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, but um, <laughs> I will say um, thank you again. I I appreciate it, and I I know you probably don't need. Um, Oh, you probably don't need it, but good luck. And if you do require help, you can always call on us as well. Thank you, Basil. But you're right. I don't need it. Talk to you, Sue. Toodaloo. Oh, one um, last thing, I... Basil. Depending uh... on... I will reach out to you again with a stone, but assume to meet me here at the Fool's Mead later this evening. All right, we will. <laughs> and Basil, best of luck to you as well. Thank you. And uh, I will um, take my finger off the um, the ruby, and I will relay the conversation. <laughs> okay. How much of it? All of it. Okay. <laughs> what I hide. <laughs> So uh, Vespera wasn't there. I was talking to this guy named Bill, and Bill tells us. <laughs> says to Mabel, I says. Uh, no, I'll say everything. Um, and um, yeah, I'll also mention especially the bit about her going to speak to the Crimson Herald um, that when we go back to, well, when we go to the Fool's Mead later on, uh, we should probably be careful we not that we not it's it's not that we can't trust Vespera, but if the Crimson Herald does catch wind of anything, she may be extra cautious around Vespera, and there may be more eyes on her than originally. How much do mm. you truly trust this lady? As I said before, I, it's not that I don't trust her; it's that. I trust that she will serve her interests, and right now those happen to simply align with ours. She will always serve her interests and the interests of um, her, well, the Lady of Lust. But um, as far as those goals are aligned, no more, no less. As he's talking, uh... Wilhelm's going to walk up and just go mm -hmm, as he grabs um, V's spiked coffee 
<laughs> walks away with it. Crocs <laughs> <laughs> uh, like away. Right in front of her? Right in front of you. Like trying to be sneaky about it. Right in front of you, and if you try to grab it back, he slaps your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> you you catch we'll a glance you, you you catch a glance of glance of Jed as you do this Wilhelm. He just gives a very stoic and approving nod. <laughs> he gives a confused and I toast and take another confused view. like <laughs> <laughs> I see is he coming on to me? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, it seems as though we've secured our invite. And uh, if we want to be there to make sure that we're there at the same time as Cezora, um, then we should probably make haste soon. Um, Who am I pretending to be? I must know. Probably a mute, I would think. <laughs> uh, yes. Not to say anything about it. Uh, they're they come off very stoic, naturally, I think. You know who you I think should it'd be, be a good role for you. You know, you know who would be great for you. I'm just Oxana? kidding. That's awful. No, I think about it. I don't want to steal you from doing role play stuff. I didn't think about what I just said. <laughs> I used to know a guy. He was one of the most interesting guys I've ever met in my life. His name okay. was Michelo Jagger, and boy, he had the moves. Oh. He was very uh. thin-framed man, huge lips on him. It was crazy. <laughs> you should be the that players, guy. The player's processing. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> Oksana. Actually, when you were dressed up as a man, I couldn't even tell you were a man, especially when you were like, I am not a woman. I, I couldn't even tell. Okay, I will do this again. Right. Jet. Uh, On that note, um Mars You wanna tell me to who I here. should be? No. No. no, no. no. Mars <laughs> Oh, it's up Mars to me needs... who I get to pick. Somebody needs uh, to stay back and watch the, the manor here. Fine, I'll stay back. Uh, Not you, Scrum. Ah, uh, what? Put your pants on. <laughs> we'll probably need your horse towers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in case you all want to be like Wilhelm, improve versions of yourself. I'm going to, like, playfully, more of a push than a kick, but walk in front of Scrump and horse kick him back. <laughs> <laughs> push him across the kitchen floor. <laughs> a little, little hoof shot. I like it. Right onto his yoga mat. <laughs> <laughs> it's got two butt cheeks. I love that he has a yoga mat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I guess I'll be the housekeeper, but I ain't cleaning nothing. This kitchen's a mess right now. No, but we do need I you to make sure that you fair. look We'll have cooked. <laughs> what do you need me to do? Spit it out, Basil. Just look after Mars and make sure that he stays safe. There are people in the city looking for him, and we need to make sure that someone we can rely on stays We're not stays in the city, Basil. I... I know. We're in a but, pocket uh, dimension. Did no one tell I, Basil this? I thought he would just know that. I'm, We're I'm in someone's pocket? I, I yeah. grabbed some bacon, and I'm just going back upstairs. <laughs> Oksana's gonna try to explain planes. To the finger 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah. yeah, okay, yeah. Sakaris <laughs> is seriously considering another drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that, Pluck says, or yeah, Pluck says his uh, bids you all adieu as he leaves for more formal business with the band of liars. Uh, oh, Pluck, Pluck. Yes. Did you happen to bring a flute like yours? No. No. As he turns and walks out the door. Yes, every time. Every time the answer is no. Jed eventually makes his way downstairs to join Mars. And the rest of you have the day for yourself. Okay. I think we're going to a fancy garden party. We are. Ghost. Ghosts. Yeah, Real ghosts caught on cam, guys. Yeah. yeah. Saw it here first. <laughs> Top 10 taunted careful cantrip moments. Did, Starting now, we are no longer a D&D stream. Now we're, we're ghost hunters. <laughs> ghost reaction channel, yeah. Sorry, I think my cat's doing crazy stuff in the background. She's scared. Cats or a ghost? Or a ghost cat? Our camera's <laughs> no. caught after this break. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. I need to know a question, uh, an answer to my question. Uh, Disguise self, how does that work exactly? Is it like an illusion? Because mm-hmm. I'm a big ass yeah. horse. Are people going to run into my backside if I'm like, or does it change my actual form? No, I think you might have to take on the form of two people. It's it's like, an illusion. And yes, now you have to take on the form of two people because that's uh, hilarious to me. <laughs> because anybody comes up to you and actually like investigates you, it's just basically against the DC. They're going to like, yeah, true, even my, if you're a girl. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in a crowd and you're a singular person, they try to walk behind you. They're just going to walk into your hoarseness. Hence why I was really pissed at Jed. <laughs> he was almost getting rid of it the entire time. <laughs> Wilhelm, no one knows that you are a centaur. So if you just disguise right, I'm, behalf- more, I'm more concerned that <laughs> someone will try to walk directly behind me and, and suddenly run into something. I, but right, just be Wilhelm. a centaur. Why not saying. just be who you are? Because your your face is not up in the sky. Nobody even knows who you are. Well, I prefer to keep Great it that bad. way. Is the thing. So if, you don't need to disguise. If like things go right. south when we go out there, I'd rather them have the wrong person's face in the sky. Maybe so they I got the right idea though. You already have the horse of a, your body of a centaur. You already disguised, Wilhelm. Just change your face. We're good to go, baby. I mean, I hate to agree with Scrump here, but he's correct. You already are in disguise. I'm usually right about are sort, things. Are centaurs that, like, common in this city? Uh, I don't want to draw I mean, any there's... unwanted attention is the only thing. Yeah, Have we seen I, I some mean, around? This, is, this is a major capital city. This is okay. literally the capital city of, of Wesleyan. <laughs> so, so wouldn't it be that unusual? There is, there's all walks of life here. Okay, cool. Works for me. I was going to turn get... into just my top half being an actual horse so that I would just look like a horse, but I don't think they'll let me in the garden. <laughs> you know what no. this means, Wilhelm? We get to pick your outfit for the party. Hmm? What? You got to dress him up. He can't just go in looking not fancy. He can't use disguised self. We got we to gotta put an outfit on him. I can use disguise. Where have you been during this conversation? But you're just going to use it on your face. Not Where your did you go? <laughs> I just want to put it works on for the horse. entire persona. <laughs> you guys are not taking my side here. Come on. 
No. What, what are you trying all right, to do? There's a <laughs> montage scene Makeover where you time. all decide what you look like, <laughs> yeah. how you're going to act, all of those kind of things. You are fast forward. Oh my gosh, you're all pretty and Beautiful. looking Makeover. great Makeover. and noble. Makeover. And Makeover. Scrump finally has pants on. Yes. No, he didn't choose. Is that, that just an illusion too? Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I'd like to investigate. <laughs> How close? <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Should I be thank you, God? We're He's never gonna get to this car. You give me a time for a makeover montage. I'm gonna take the time for a makeover montage. It just happened. It already <laughs> happened. Montage is over. That's great. But I didn't get to say fantastic. what I look like, Dave. Okay, fine. <laughs> I don't. What do you? We Wilhelm, look like what do you look? Shut up, Rob. Shut up, Scaria. Shut up, Wilhelm. What do you look like? Uh, an older gentleman with long white hair slicked back and a very long kind of Fu Manchu like beard. Swipe left, V. What do you look like? <laughs> uh, v will uh, turn into uh, sort of an elf, I guess, um, and she'll have her hair like pulled back in a half ponytail, um, have some uh, fancy head jewelry on, uh, and she'll be wearing like a uh, an elegant like silver dress. Not as beautiful as my wife, Basil. What do you look like? <laughs> Uh, Basil is going to look like a distinguished gentleman, uh, with long hair, uh, basically very Tristan-esque, but with, like, uh, almost like a, um, a, a full head of just, like, this kind of very straight and very product hair. I'm questioning my sexuality. Scrump, what do you look like? Uh... <laughs> Part of me just want to be like Basil. He just took on the appearance of Basil. <laughs> <laughs> I look great. And he's spinning around. But uh, no, he's going to go with like the only persona he knows of uh, the Warvish McTavish. Okay. Small classic, Scottish alter persona. Classic known known to the fans. Top 10. Oksana, what do you look like? Uh, bearded lady. Cool. Nice. nice. Makes <laughs> makes sense. That surprisingly makes complete sense. Nice. Sicarius, what do you look like? Sicarius is gonna have the appearance of clean shaven, and instead of black hair, he's gonna have his long white hair coming here, parted down the middle, just long in the back. And his wardrobe is basically gonna be like, um, not like a, a tux, but one of those vests type royalty vests that he's just upper class. Okay, nice. so what I'm getting out of this is four old gentlemen, all with white hair, V yep. as a half elf, and a bearded lady. Have I? Yep, but I I'm also right? a centaur. <laughs> and the centaur. Uh, and I'm just I have a typical a redheaded Jew. dwarf. But yeah. So, okay. go ahead and write that down before you forget again. Fantastic. All right. I was as... really hoping Zakarius was going to say California chic for his outfit. <laughs> like a Hawaiian shirt. The door, you hear the door close behind you as you begin to make your way towards the uh, the gazebo. Walking down the familiar wooden path, and the sound of clomping comes from behind Wilhelm. As, <laughs> <laughs> as you finally make it to the gazebo, again, activating the teleportation found under, teleportation circle found underneath, you simply think of where you'd like to go and each one of you making your way through the ring proper, feeling the familiar tug at your belly button. And in a moment's that, notice. Man. I hate that. 
Don't I say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm touching my belly Weird. button again. Stop it. No, you don't do it. It's Nobody touch good. their belly buttons. <laughs> not allowed. Do it. Everybody right now. Test what it feels like to get pulled by your belly button. Oh, God. If you have a belly button. <laughs> Damn it, Jess. <laughs> That's not fun. Okay. No, you can't go too deep because then you feel, you feel it in your spinal cord. Oh I was God. guys. You... I was talking okay, to sorry. Chad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we're <laughs> we're we did the transportation. You did. The you all teleported to roughly about one block away from the uh, garden proper. From the outside, you can see the large stone walls that cascade above the perimeter, and of course, you see a small guard post directly at the entrance. Scrump coming out of his teleportation has kind of mastered this at this point. And as he's coming back, he's already in mid vomit, but he's coming backwards. So it's like going behind him. And he's like, look, I didn't get any on my outfit. Well done. And she gives him. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Doomed. Yeah. Right. So what you actually thought this plan was going to work. Look, it's (laughs) going to work. All right. We just need to focus. All right. And stay in our characters that we are Just playing let, right now. Let Basil and V do talking. You guys go. We follow. It will all fall in place. Okay. Just. I one... like your optimism. Yes. One little recap <laughs> here. So we are talking to this um, Sasora Gold Grip to try and get an audience with Aurelia. Correct. Aurelia won't be there, right? That's correct, yes. All right, Bars just wanted to... All right. I don't know, I'm just here. I think she's there it's with Looking great, there. though. Thank you very much, Tom. I mean, Appreciate credit it. where it's due. You have your moments, man. Fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> ah, slatty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're off topic again. Let's go. Yes, all right, <laughs> let's go. V just starts walking, (laughs) approaching. Who's taking the lead? Uh, Basil will. Okay. Uh, Because we are here under the under the name Thomas is the name that we need to give. Yes. Mm. Now, what's uh, just as a are we kind of giving off the vibe of like obviously a hoity-toity delegates kind of thing, right? Like we want to be. That's a great question, Scrump. Everybody, go ahead and make deception checks for me, please. Oh God. I have a negative one charisma. I didn't think this would be a thing. That's why we have the disguises. This uh. is why you don't remind me of things. Oh, nat 20. <laughs> uh, deception. Oh. So that's 23. I wasted a roll. 16. Okay. The dirtiest of 20s. The dirtiest of 20s for me, too. Here we all pretty good. 18 for Wilhelm. Yeah, I got 15. Cool. As you all begin to approach, taking on the demeanor of the nobility, you walk with pride and confidence, with an air of a bit of an ego behind it all. As you uh, approach the guardhouse proper, an individual emerges from it. Hold! Oh, I'm very sorry. Uh, welcome to the Calepsi Gardens. Is there something I can help you with? Yes, we're here at the behest of Lady Vespera. My name is Thomas. I believe we are to be expected. One moment, please, sir. As he walks back to the guardhouse, you see him emerge once again. He has a large scroll as he's kind of going down the list. 
Victor, Victoria, Venice. Ah, Vespera. Yes. Seven tickets, it seems, under Thomas. That is correct. Very good. He rolls up the scroll and uh, stows it under his arm. Uh, as always, rules apply within the garden. Please, no running, no destruction of the property, uh, no cutting of the flowers, and uh, no throwing any kind of coinage into the center fountain. That's frowned upon. I see. It appears as though there are still people here worried about losing money. Ha ha ha. Is that... He, uh, he coughs, waiting for someone to <laughs> offer to take his jacket. Wilhelm is just staring at the guard, like, right in his face. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and then we'll... And then Basil will roll his eyes and say, Come along, then. Yes. And uh, we'll move past. After all of you, enjoy your stay. A beautiful day. As you walk past the guard and into the garden proper, you see <laughs> a beautiful view in front of you that I'll tell you all about as soon as we get back from a quick short oh, rest. Hey. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Go, go, go. No. Dave, I'm so sorry. We're like never getting to this part in your story. It's fine. It's fine. Bobby already left. We're doing uh, so it. We're with doing that said, it. everybody shut up. Uh with that said, uh love you all. Thank you again for all of the support. Welcome to all the newcomers who have followed. Uh welcome in if you're just lurking or just hanging out. Thank you for uh for being here with us for the evening. Uh, with that said, we do take some questions on our break. So if you have questions about myself, the universe, the cast, life, or anything inside of it, drop it down into chat and we will get to them as soon as we get back. Uh, but until that point in time, guys, go grab your orange juices. Go grab your ap apple juices. Go grab your butter juices. And uh, we will be back in a few short moments. Love you all and we'll see you shortly. Bye-bye. And welcome back, everyone. <laughs> we all do. That's nothing special. That's okay. <laughs> Not all, all right. Enough. Enough. They don't need to hear it. Pills for that, Jess. Christian Minecraft channel. Everybody, shut Wait, up. Did, did they hear it? Almost. Oh, pretty close. Uh, okay, so we did have a couple questions happen on chat. Uh, so let's dive into those quickly. Uh, first one's for me. Yay! Hooray! It's me day. Uh, who is your favorite NPC to play other than Jed? That is a bit of a tough call. If I have to say across the board, who's my favorite NPC? Um, from this campaign, I really enjoyed Nick. I wish we could have done more there, but overall. Uh, Jed is by far my favorite NPC to play. Um, aside from that, in previous campaigns, it probably would have been Dalmar the Delusionist. He was mm -hmm. very high up there. Or for those really hardcore trippers who didn't love the Lady of the Lake. Go on. Good choices. Good choices. Uh, yeah. Question. What birthday present would your character give to OG, Basil's cat? Wilhelm? Um, he would prepare some kind of special kibble. Uh, like, not so much kibble, but like a fresh cat feast, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Okay, V? 
Um, I don't know. I think I instinctually, I think she would just give her some milk or something. I don't know. V is, could care less about cats. Not that she doesn't like them. She's just wow. Your popularity poll is dropping. I know. I know. As we speak, <laughs> I'll have to edit that out. It'd be so um, much different from Reyna. It would be a very, very tiny version of Basil's outfit, like as a sweater, um, with these, with, like with with like a, a tiny little like pair of like like plastic glasses. Okay, Basil's winning so far. Scrump, cat spectacle. Cool. Uh, Scrump is actually he's not a huge fan of Petunia. The dogs dog kind of freak him out a little bit, but he's a huge fan of cats. He sees him as like an apex predator and almost like a higher life form. So like Wilhelm said, like a feast of cats, except he would just find other local neighborhood cats sacrificing like, to sacrifice the other cats. <laughs> you were getting there in the poll's name yeah. and then immediately yeah. dropped. Uh, Oksana? Mm -hmm. I feel like Oksana would just get her food that Oksana would think is good. So like a massive like turkey or just something really inappropriate <laughs> for a cat. Just... Fair. And Sicarius? It's just alive. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Sicarius would just be watching everybody else, wondering why the hell are you getting a cat a gift? <laughs> That's not right. Yeah. 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 Fair. And I would get it a little tiny, adorable golden bell that immediately makes it a god. Um. He can do that. Ooh. He's the DM. I can do yeah. that. Well, uh, the cat outranks Dave now. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, question for all players. What would be your character's ideal slash perfect birthday gift be? So many birthday questions. I blame Dag. Uh, okay, we'll go, we'll, go, we'll go the opposite way this time. Sicarius. Perfect Sicarius birthday gift. Per perfect birthday gift for himself? Yeah. It's what he always wanted to be with his family. Aw, Oksana? Aww. Uh, well, now I feel bad because mine is food. Okay, fair <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> the same turkey you Scrum. gave the cat back. I know, right? Uh, yeah. He's sharing yeah, it with the same cat. turkey. <laughs> um, uh, a brand new like mop closet, like a space of not quite his own because he doesn't want that type of responsibility, but a nice semi-clean, out of the way spot for himself. Yeah, solid mop closet. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Basil. Um, a, like, one of those, like, recordings of, like, like, the first inklings of, like, smooth jazz. Okay, fair enough. V? Uh, probably the flute she really wants, or a triangle. Never gonna happen. Wilhelm. I know. Um, <laughs> to get his book published. Fair. So he can pull strings and get his book published. That would be the number mm -hmm. one. Isn't it already published? No, it's self-published technically. So, oh, okay. You have a lot of copies. Yeah, yeah, he does. Really, they're all handwritten. He doesn't have. Yeah, a way that's of what I was thinking. Them, so he yeah. just, yeah, in his spare time, he's just writing it more copies that he can't give away. Oh. <laughs> okay. Last birthday question. Uh, what did your character do on their last birthday? Let's start with Scrump this time. Oh, goblins don't do that sort of thing. Okay. They just, they're all kind of, yeah, they're born at the same time. So if they were to celebrate a birthday, like it'd just be chaos. So fair. They're all. <laughs> so like a mass race of like simultaneous births, just like wham. Yeah. <laughs> Popped out okay. all at the same time. There's a distance mm -hmm. competition from what I hear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who did you call on? V. I think V. Oh, sorry. Didn't hear. Uh, 
B probably spent it alone in a bar, uh, drinking, and maybe with a drop-in appearance from uh, Wilhelm, depending on if their schedules met up. Again, you might need an intervention. Sicarius. <laughs> Sicarius's last birthday? He actually had, because he was still part of the First Order, got time, uh, some leave, and he actually went to, to his hometown to visit his parents. Oh, very nice. Uh, also, you can't redeem for yourself, Rob. Dear Lord. I was countering the other. That doesn't, you, know, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rob watches the show like everyone else. I know, right? Basil, <laughs> what did you do for your last um, birthday? So Basil would have come home uh, after work and found a uh, a note from his mom with like some cold um, like dinner, um, just covered in like glad wrap with like I'll be working late, and so Basil had like a little cupcake and he'd sit on like his like kitchen counter in like a big empty house with a little candle, Aww. and uh, just you know sung happy birthday to himself with his cat. That's. Okay, well, uh, I want to... It was to... sad up you until were... there was a cat, and now it's happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, you guys are... Nate's defending his friend. real life birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, look, don't forget, like you guys were Basil's first friends, like, ever. Oh. So, I mean... Fair. Precious. That's already canon. Oksana. Yeah. I feel like Oksana would have brought uh, Grimoire to... Her mother and her brother and sister bears Aww. cave, and we would have had like a really awkward, like <laughs> I mean, fun for Oksana, but probably mildly horrifying for Grimoire because <laughs> it's no, bears. you know, eat yeah. no, she yeah. would just be growling at the bears the whole time, <laughs> maybe and eating some blueberries. Wilhelm. Uh, I like to imagine that all the kids that Wilhelm was like protecting and getting out of the city. Aww. Like whoever was, whatever kids were with him at the time made him like cards and stuff. And, and uh, that's adorable. They just kind of frolicked and had a day. Yeah. <laughs> Great questions, guys. Keep them up. I like these character backstory questions. These are, do keep doing this. Every episode, do this. You, you all get inspiration for your awesome questions today. Okay, <laughs> um, two other quick ones. Uh, Bobby, how close are you to finding the train whistle? I have the whistle. I just can't blow it anymore because I live in a apartment complex now it's okay really in that case we will do a poll in chat shortly to find out who the next person of the whistle train yes. will be that's going to be up to you guys who do you want <laughs> to blow the whistle harder than anyone ever has before damn uh and then last i think this is the last question uh will there be a special stream coming up for halloween oh good question Great question. That is a Very great question. Uh, we will let you know. Oh, I just had an amazing idea for it that I'll talk to you about later. But yes, maybe. Yeah, maybe yes. not on the YouTube video that will be yes. canon forever that people will hate us for in the comments if we don't deliver on. Maybe. I have an, an amazing <laughs> I have an amazing idea that I think I can make work, but give me some time. I think It'll we can do something work. really cool. We've uh, got a month. Uh, yeah, I'll reach out. I, I have to reach out to someone first, but we'll see. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, 
Oh, one more question. If I redeem another change of fate, will uh, you throw Dag off of the cast next? I didn't. Okay, listen, Blink. That was not, it was uh, not your fault. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. But change of fate remains the same. Uh, okay. And with that said, boop a doop doo Okay, that's all we got. Jumping back into tonight's story. Why is the music not working? I hear it. As do I. Okay, fine. Mm -hmm. Be that way. It's lovely, upbeat, like nothing bad is ever going to happen music right now. Fantastic. So, yeah. as you all approach, you see the garden and its vibrant tapestry of color. Blooms of every hue burst into a light explosion of life. You see scarlet roses now climbing mm. nearby trellises. Deep blue irises that seem to breeze like flags of nobility in the wind. The lush greenery of manicured hedges make for what seems to be a soothing background against the otherwise rich floral tones. The song of the calling birds fill the air in a bit of a symphony as the faint hums of the rushing city now becoming memories of the distance past. As you pass through the garden, you, your senses are immediately filled by the calming fragrances of jasmine and lavender vines that seem to climb up the outside walls. As you continue to make your way through, you see a pair of guards that seem to be strolling in the midday sun clearly lost in conversation and enjoying the warmth of the day. And while clearly distracted, you do take note of the shimmering heavy-plated armor that seems to show a well-equipped town guard, a sword by their sides, a spear in hand as they continue their conversation. Just off to the left, underneath what seems to be a pink sycamore tree, or pink sakara, sakara, pink sycamore, sakura, pink sakura tree. You see a group of young wards and scribes sitting cross-legged underneath the magenta-leafed tree. You'd guess that most are between the ages of probably twelve and sixteen. An old and dwarven woman seems to give a lecture as the students continue to scribble notes inside their identical leather-bound books. The Taking a closer look at the dwarven woman, you see her vibrant cobalt blue eyes speak with a certain air of authority to her, while her thin-rimmed black glasses add for the perfect accenting accessory. As she looks to each student as she speaks, shifting her head back and forth, you catch her beautiful shimmering chestnut brown hair that seems to shine as the sunlight catches it. She wears scholarly robes of a forest green. Interesting in terms of the pattern, you see what look to be Three layers that seem to fold over right onto her shoulders. The edging of each one of the layers, a very beautiful copper color with accompanying embroidery of the same kind stitched in just above the, the uh, 
the trailed edge. Looking around, there doesn't seem to be anyone else within the garden at this point. What would you guys like to do? He just looks at Basil. I think perhaps maybe we should just observe for the time being. See if we can find a moment to maybe speak with um, I'm going to presume the woman leading the lecture is Cezora, Um and uh, see if we can identify who Aurelia is if they are in attendance. Okay. You sit and wait and watch, not intently to give off any suspicion, but just kind of casually looking around and keeping an eye on the group. You wait for roughly about 10 minutes before it seems like the lecture is now wrapping up at this point. Some of the students getting up and walking around the garden, some beginning to talk with one another, while others read over their notes within their books, trying to get a better understanding of what was just said. You watch as the dwarven woman walking closer to the tree's trunk now reaches over into a bag and pulls out what looks to be a, uh, a water satchel and takes a large gulp from it before wiping her forehead from a little bit of sweat that's accumulated. Um, a couple things while we were observing. First of all, did anyone make mention of Aurelia's name? Like, either through, like, just you know, calling out to someone or if she had put her hand up during the lecture, like if she was then mentioned. From what you just watched, it was a, a pretty typical lecture in the sense of she wasn't calling to particular students. She was just giving more or less a, uh, a, a lesson on what seemed to be something related to some of the surrounding fauna around the city proper. Okay. Um, all right. Um, okay. So how about I go and speak with Cezora and perhaps while I'm doing so and gaining her attention, see if you can figure out if Aurelia is among her students. Why don't we just <clears throat> ask one of the kids? Yes. But we ideally want to do this because we don't know if Cezora is with us or not with us. We want to find a way to pull Aurelia aside so that we can hopefully convince her to join us. So I will approach uh, Cezora. Okay. And um, yeah. As uh, you... Also, I know, I know, I know. This is, might be a little bit of a stretch, but did I manage to catch anything about what the lecture was about in terms of, like, my own knowledge? and Like, could I discuss or talk with her in any kind of You would have recognized, yeah, so so the lecture she was just telling was uh, about various animals and beasts that you can find outside the city in the wilderness. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Before he goes, before he goes, Basil, Basil, why don't you ask if you can do some kind of, like, storybook performance for kids? Actually, I've, Get there. Better, I've actually thought of the better idea. Oksana, will you accompany me? Me? You think I am best for this? 
I weirdly enough think you might be. Um, trust me. Okay. Whatever you say. She'll listen. All right. This ought to be fun. <laughs> knows about animals and shit. Let's see it going that's well. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> knows way more about outside the city animals and flora and fauna than I do. As the two she doesn't know what flora or fauna means, but yeah. 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 <laughs> As the two of you begin to approach Cezora, she seems to be scuffling through her leather satchel. She pulls out a book and begins to look through a few of her notes. She seems to be lost in thoughts and research as you begin to approach. Uh, Lady Cesora, I, pres I presume. Hi. Uh, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Thomas, and this is my companion, Seras. Um, I couldn't help but overhear your lecturer um, on the uh, strange beasts and creatures that lurk within the uh, outsides of Dawnsgate. It was truly a gripping lecture. She it must be very immediately oh, closes her book and adjusts her glasses, kind of looking you up and down. You would assume based on her demeanor, while a bit standoffish, she uh, she's willing to discuss with you. Ah, a fellow scholar, I see. Well, scholar might be a bit of a stretch. I'm merely a person who enjoys traveling at the luxury of my, uh, my fabulous wealth. Uh, Saras actually <laughs> is someone who is quite well versed in uh, in the creatures of the land and uh, and other such things, um, and I couldn't help but uh, pique my own curiosity as to uh, to see if there were uh, things or parts of your lecture that you were um, well able to maybe help educate us on for our next journeys. You see, we're heading towards the far west, uh, far beyond the very clear landscapes that I'm aware of out west, um, and was wondering if maybe your knowledge extended past this region. Aye, it does. I'd be interested to hear a little bit more of your friend, uh, Saros. Did I say that correctly? Yes, hello. My name is Saros. <laughs> Yes, Saros, uh, tell me how far you've gone west before. I I'd have some questions, more particularly, um, my notes are a little vague in terms of the Whipplewomp. I have not gone very far west, mostly in forest around Dog's Breath. I see. Fascinating. And have you ever come across some uh, strange beasts or out of the ordinarily more rare uh, of these of these creatures? You are saying Whipplewomp? Yes. The... What do they look like? Oh, the Whipplewomp are incredible creatures. 
they, they seem to stand on their two legs from time to time when approached, and whenever fear is felt, they drop down to all four and get into a bit of a protective stance uh, in order to ward the creatures away from them. I, I've always been interested in terms of their behavioral patterns when they're not in any kind of danger, and, and I was more curious in terms of you've seen them in times of relaxation uh, in order to better understand kind of the demeanor and psychology behind the creature. Okay. Would she, based on what, oh my god, I forgot his name, <laughs> her name, Cesara, Cesara yes. something, based on what she's describing, would I have seen a creature, like I might not know the name, but she spends a lot of time outside, so has she ever seen anything like that? Uh, roll a nature check for me. Okay. While you she's... like Oksana, guys. Touch grass. Not twenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey! hey! I feel like it's been a while since you got one of those. Amazing. Uh, yeah, boo, 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 boo. Uh, yeah, you would. You would. I mean, aside from the name, you would totally know of a Wimplewomp. In fact, you ate one just two months ago. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> Um, yes, I know of this creature that you speak. I have spoken with them and also eaten them. Uh, ah, so a bit of a, a wild woman then. Uh, man, yes, thank you. <laughs> she, looks towards, mad. she looks towards Thomas. Uh, well, uh, fascinating uh, individual and expert you have here. Uh, and I'm glad you enjoyed, enjoyed the lecture. Was there, there a particular beast that you're worried about or more or less just kind of the, the main ones you should be cautious of of your tra travels out west? I'll, um, I'll make my way to sort of angle myself so that uh, it looks like I'm kind of like thinking about her question as I move. So when she's facing me, she has to face away from the others. And uh, I'll say, well, uh, how well can you keep a secret? Make a persuasion check for me. Oh, that's a six. So, as, oh, as uh, wait, Dag... I do have, I do have inspiration. I'm gonna burn it. Do it. Okay. Ooh. All right. Uh, that's a thirteen. Thirteen. As you is Dag would would sorry Dave would Dag be within thirty feet of me? Uh, he would. Uh, I thought you yeah. guys were starting to talk to some of the kids though. Uh, yeah, it's totally fine. So it doesn't really give me any context, but I have a new feat after I've leveled up here called Flash of Genius. So when you or another creature within 30 feet make an ability check or saving throw, I can use my reaction to add plus two to the roll. So add a plus two. Uh, I, I mean, as long as it doesn't define like within sight. It doesn't say or... I have to speak or I have to touch. Or it doesn't, I find it doesn't that give very any sort of, odd because like... it's kind of like you intuitively know when you need to just immediately give a plus two to a check. But okay. I'll... It's extremely scrump of him. It's very, it's very scrump. <laughs> it is very scrump. He looks over at scrump and realizes, <laughs> hey, if I'm smarter than him, clearly 
It's a confidence mm-hmm. boost, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all get a plus two just because we look better. Exactly, yeah. But I only have one more charge, dull long rest. So, you know, watch yourselves. <laughs> all right, well, if we're allowing that, then 15 okay. is the, the chat. While she turns her attention towards you, she doesn't fully turn her back to the kids. Um, you can tell she, and she continually kind of looks back from time to time, uh, observing her students. Again, she seemingly takes her role as their, their, their scholar, their tutor, very seriously. I lean in and I, I sort of say, well, not lean in, but I, I sort of whisper quite under my breath. How well can you keep a, a secret, Lady Cezora? Depends on A, who's asking, and B, what the secret is. Well, you see, there's words being whispered about a dreadful creature. The Gallifrey. A, uh, type of lightning horse that might be residing to the west. A rare species, one of a kind. I'm trying to find people who know enough about it so that I might be able to procure one for my stables. Have you heard of such a creature? I believe I have. A very rare creature itself. It's said that it could potentially be either an elemental by nature and some might even say, if legend's true, that it could be one of the missing celestials. I wouldn't nope. advise keeping it in a stable, though. That's at your own oh. health. Uh, and how would you, perhaps, keep one such creature? A creature such as that? I believe it should be kept in the wild and kept free. But with enough money, as I've learned from many of the higher-ups, it can buy anything. So do as you wish. I actually super like her now. Um, <laughs> it's like, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep training this conversation. If I can... While you're having this conversation, Basil, uh, the rest of the group, hmm. as you begin to kind of walk around taking note of all of the students that are there, you can see roughly six additional kids there. Uh, Scrump and Sicarius, what are you guys doing? Muted, buddy. We both are. Yeah, Nate, you're muted. You're You're still muted. (laughs) God damn it, y'all there talked to once I couldn't hear. Yeah, anyway, it's yeah. Like, Scrubs, uh, I'm just keeping an eye out for security. He's been <clears> burned <throat> on this stuff enough and put in jail a few times. Just, I want to kind of overwatch the party. If I see anybody walking up too fast, anybody looks authoritative that might be onto us, I want to have first go at it. Okay. is out. basically walking around with Scrump, um, and he's going to be telling Scrump, you know, one way might be just to start yelling out their name. What do you think about that? Yeah, I guess we could. I mean, kind of give them away, though. I mean, but it would get to the... It would have solved the problem a lot quicker, don't you think? Right, and all the guards come, and then we just beat them. No, 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 no. Oh. We don't try to attract the guards. Just go around and start playing with the kids. Nothing bad could happen with that. Right. (laughs) 
trying to unleash Grump here. <laughs> Scrubs just looks at the kids nervously, and he's like, those kids are a lot bigger than I am. They'll probably beat me up. I, since after last time, I don't... Last time? I got bullied a lot. The kids are vicious. All right. Well, we'll keep on... Um... <clears throat> Aurelia. <laughs> yeah, just like walking around. <laughs> <laughs> A team. <laughs> go ahead and make a perception check for me. Uh, uh, with its disadvantage. I countered that. No, you didn't. <laughs> uh, what? Um, what'd you say? Perception? Please and thank you. Five. Yes. Everything's absolutely fine. All right. uh, Wil <laughs> Wilhelm and V. I'm assuming that the two of you are starting to approach some of the students yeah originally upon like having to pass the guard Wilhelm was very like you know shell-shocked and not knowing what to do <laughs> but upon seeing kids that's something he knows well he's like he's, he's a natural caregiver okay fair enough as you begin to approach some of the students cautiously as you continue to eye uh Cezora in terms of her watching over them you Look to your left and notice that Petunia's gone. Immediately, Ugh. your senses kick in as you begin to search around for her. You begin to hear the laughing of a small child as Petunia seems to be bouncing and leaping upon a young girl. You can see a beautiful long mane of red hair on the young girl. Uh, as Petunia continues to lick her face, then shifting over to one of the other children, a young boy, Petunia seems to very much enjoy and is very comfortable around children. A few of them now playing with her uh, as they kind of chase around, uh, just enjoying the day in terms of, of the garden itself. The, the young redheaded girl uh, approaches you. Is it all right if I pet her? Oh, my dear, yes, absolutely. You may. Petunia is the sweetest thing. Petunia now coming back towards your side. That hurts my voice. I got to change that up. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, holy. <laughs> As Petunia makes her way over towards you, the, the adolescent girl now kneeling down and begins to pet and and shake and scratch behind the ears of of petunia uh petunia immediately sets down and begins to pull up her back leg and scratches it against her body the young girl looks to you all our family used to own a dog named finnegan um when i was a young young girl he was a lovable beast but not the wisest hunting accidents with my father uh, parted him from the family a little early. How old is this child? <laughs> from the look, you can see she's 12, maybe pushing 13. Okay. Okay. Well, Petunia here is quite wise. Uh, uh, sorry to hear about uh, your sweet, your sweet pup. Uh, you know, Petunia has a good sense of people. Uh, you must be uh, a very kind 
Little girl. Is it was it a girl? I, could, I didn't remember what you said. It is. Yeah. <laughs> the young girl, again, has very beautiful, curly red hair. Uh, her overall uh, outfit resembles very closely to that of Cezora. Um, mind you, instead of the uh, layers of forest green in between the, the three folds, you see a line of red on her shoulders on either side. Uh, a, a few tassels of red now uh, also cascading down her chest. The same copper uh, emblem, emblems as well. You could easily make out that this is more of a, a school out uniform than anything else. What was your dog's name? Finnegan. He was, he was a good boy. I remember playing with him in the garden many, many times when I was young. Uh, we used to play a game called Fetch, where I would throw a stick and he would run after it and catch it and then take it back to me. And we would do that for hours and hours as mother would uh, occasionally bring us out some lemonade. Sounds lovely. It was. Um, I do miss him so. What brings you to the garden? Are you here to play fetch? Oh, well, actually, uh, my name is... Vivian, and this is my friend. Oh, Miranda Berry. Miranda Berry. Miranda Berry. Yes. A very interesting name. I've then again, I've never met a centaur before. How do you sleep? That is an excellent question. Yeah. Sort of, he just... And he just sort of, like, <laughs> leaves like this. <laughs> most nights. Most nights it's this. This one here. Intriguing. So you just lean against something and fall asleep. You don't uh, sit and kind of lay down like other horses. I'm sorry, not I just, I don't like to show off. <laughs> Understandably. Understandably. And Vivian, you said your name was? Yes. Did you have a dog growing up as well? No, unfortunately not. But I am very fond of dogs. Me too. What did uh, you say your name was? I, I missed it. I I didn't. My, oh. my I'm I'm sorry how rude of me not to introduce myself. Mm. I, I, I was about to say and Cezora at this point now, seeing the interaction between you, uh, immediately calls out, Miss Opal, back to your studies. In fact, all of you, enough playing around. There's learning to be done. She looks to you all. I, I'm very sorry. She gives another small jessel under uh, Petunia and then walks away. Does the name Opal ring a bell at all? Uh, you would immediately recognize the last name Opal. It is As one of the five the families. Fa one of the five families. Yeah. And I think V, v would know that too. Yes. Okay. Both give each other a knowing stare. <laughs> As you were saying, Thomas, my apologies. 
Cesora now turns. Your name is Thomas. Towards Thomas. <laughs> oh, I am Thomas. That's right. I forgot. I'm totally a Thomas. <laughs> Classic Thomas. I know. You know, what? I was. I was still honestly thinking about other Thomas. Then just then, I was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, line. <laughs> um, Thomas. Um, uh, Thomas has been taking in a lot of what has been said, and um, as I uh, as I noticed the others um, having found um, who I presume is the right person, you know, because obviously I can't hear what they're saying. Um, I will kind of look for a way to um, excuse myself from the conversation. Well, I appreciate your insight and your candor in regards to this but as you can imagine there are many nobles who are after this great and noble creature and i would much rather there be no competition for such a beast if you catch my meaning you're a wise man but and of course i'd be very grateful in the form of a more liquid version of your privacy regarding the matter. Right. It was a pleasure meeting you, Thomas. Saros? Yes, that is me. A pleasure to meet you as well. I'd be fascinated to know a little bit more about your expertise as a bit of a a hermit uh, traveler. Perhaps we can meet again sometime. Yes, I hope so. I have much to tell you about gophers. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good day. Good day. Sure. Right. Wherever mm-hmm. castles are. Um, they've all read the Art of War. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll make our way to a um, to just a, a a spot like a little bit further away from the class. Um. You did. You did very. Mm, sorry. <clears throat> you did very well, Oksana. Thank you. I thought I did pretty good job. Yeah. No. I. Uh, I feel I think like the we didn't have found who they were looking for. Don't push anything. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yes, they were. They were talking to one <laughs> child with the red hair. Should we go ask them what they have discovered? Yes. Oh, hey, everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. What oh, have you discovered? I see I you've walked just, up to us now. <laughs> I was just in the middle of of sharing an idea that I had. Uh, the little girl that we were talking to, her last name was Opal. I would like to bet that her first name is Rilia, but no way to confirm. What we could do is I have lost all of my possessions in my satchel that uh, the Crimson Herald has taken. So maybe Wilhelm, maybe you have like a, a baked good or something and we could go up to the instructor and say that it is a gift from um, Basil's girlfriend. I forget her name. I've said Basil's girlfriend so many times I forgot her name. <laughs> this Vespera. bit will refer to Vespera. as... Uh, a gift from Vespera for Aurelia. And then we will watch her give the pie or whatever it is to Aurelia. 
You want to give candy to children? Some, yes. It, it would take convincing. Uh, I'm sure that they would be concerned with it being poison. Do you but it's worth to... a shot, and you do still have that pep tart on you, do you not? It keeps very well. Oh, I ate it. I see. Oxana, I'm going to assume that you also ate your pep tart. Of course. I am not insane. We should find Sicarius and hope that he has. <laughs> I do not have anything on me at the moment. <laughs> well, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be food. It could be a trinket or... Or something. The only other thing I was thinking is to offer up Petunia for a playdate of some kind. That yes, might get us close enough. Do you want me to talk to the dog? Why? <laughs> well, maybe the dog can cause some kind of distraction and then she will say the name. Hey, you, sit down, you know? Our, um... <laughs> Who will save the name? Do we see the little powwow going on as we're just walking around? <laughs> you do. All right. Start. I'm walking. being very, very perceptive right now. I, I see all. Okay. <laughs> then why didn't you say something? I'm, I'm, I'm working here. <clears throat> you continue um, the good work, and I'm going to go over to the party. <laughs> okay. Are are we perhaps maybe overthinking this? Why don't we just simply <clears throat> approach her and ask, are you Ophelia Opal? Well, so you uh, found her. It, uh, appears no, no, her instructor has a is keeping a close eye on her. Basil, I don't know if you know this, being uh, not as how should I put this socially aware. Uh, but it doesn't look good on you when you start hanging around uh, children that you don't know. <laughs> so maybe, <laughs> maybe we go about this a more uh, proper fashion. I like this idea of play date with P Petunia. I feel like I feel like every suggestion I was just about to make to potentially solve this problem has now just been made null and void in a single instant. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, first of okay, all, we, we run in there, we just grab off. Off. we just run. No, no, we can. Way no, 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 than, than no, no, no because because here were my two plans. The first plan was to disguise ourselves as children and blend in, and now I'm like, well, that's weird. <laughs> The second, yeah, the second plan was to pretend like you know the spare ring that that we got from um, from Puck was meant for 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 her. So give her an actual ring as a gift, and then tell her to like think of a neutral place or a place that we can teleport her and kidnap her. And now all these things have made me come across like a goddamn weirdo. But the thing is. How does one explore like like explore diplomacy with a child? We said dog. You you bypass the child, obviously. And I, I'm gonna walk up to the instructor. His <laughs> name I can't remember. Cesara, Cesaro, Cesora, Cesora, Goldgrip, Cesora. Yeah. Uh, is it just is it just Wilhelm that's uh, making his way over? With I'll, Petunia in tow. I'll but. sort of like stand off to the side. I need your help chatting up. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> in case in case there needs to be assistance. Okay. Um I would like to uh before Wilhelm comes over, uh Perfect. Scottish McTavish is gonna walk up. He's gonna be like, ah, I don't see any guards yet. 
mostly because the DM hasn't made any roll for it, and he's gonna lead it. I'm just gonna touch touch Bobby. I'm gonna catch guidance on him before he goes over. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'll probably need yeah. it. Okay. As the two of you begin to make your way over to Sezora, you begin to notice the natural vibrancy of the flowers now begin to lose their saturation. Uh Uh-oh. From from what looks to be a large cloud seems to be hanging over top of the garden. Strangely enough, there only seems to be the one in the sky. And it seems to be descending. In a few seconds, a large fog begins to overtake the garden grounds. And while difficult to see more than even 30 feet in front of you, it is still possible to see your immediate surroundings. You watch as a large tendril of the opaque cloud begins to swirl downward like a small tornado as it thickens as it continues to descend. As it reaches the ground, the cloud's tip splashes into a plume of smoke upon impact. As it continues to twist, you watch as three figures suddenly appear through the mist. Sorry, four. The three you would easily identify as guards of the Crimson Herald, their black armors and markings unmistakable. And following behind, you see a hooded figure in what looks to be a silken black robe. Hanging from their neck, you can see two golden talismans, a large circular medallion positioned directly in the center of their chest, and another smaller, an inch below that. Both ringed talismans hold eight-pointed stars in the center. And grasped in the hooded figure's hand, you see a large staff with what looks to be a golden onk sitting atop it. And directly in the eye of the onk, you see what looks to be a familiar black book, arcanely tethered to its edges. They begin to approach. We found a book. Sorry, I get excited. (laughs) Yes. Basil, you would unquestionably immediately recognize this book. As the four figures begin to make their way to Cesara and the children. But that, my friends. No! No! They don't know where they are. Is going to be a story for another day. Nobody no. let Exada talk. Nobody let me that's, talk. That's going to be super <laughs> bad for them because I want my goddamn book back. Uh, no! Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I, I see you come to talk to the children. 
<laughs> oh yeah, sure. When Basil does it, all of a sudden it's a fucking Amber Alert. But you know, four complete strangers. I'm so clowns sorry, and Dad. Okay. So much worse than I meant it to. Oh. I know, I know. You all want to dark heart me so bad. Basil is a lovely gentleman. Everyone knows mm. this. Yeah, he absolutely is. Uh, yeah, no, no hard children was harming. Socially in awkward. Something, something no. in all of this. So, which one of us is going to be responsible for screwing things up? Not me. I'm just going to stomp him to death with my sweet hooves. <laughs> yeah, who, whoever's whoever's holding the book is going to become unalived very quickly. The word "deleted" will come up a lot in the shorts for that episode. Uh, true, true. With that said, folks, uh, thank you so much for joining us for the evening. Uh, it has been an absolute pleasure and a blast as always. Again, thank you so much for all of the uh, the support that you continue to give. Um, it was was it's always incredible. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all of that. Um, and even if you can't support us from a financial perspective, you guys just being here is fantastic. It helps us. It helps with our numbers, with our algorithm, with all of those kind of things. So uh, it, uh, it it definitely helps. Do not feel obligated in any way, shape, or form, or feel bad because you just being here helps us out a ton. Um, if you're not already following, consider following because we do this every Tuesday. We've got another show on Wednesday. And soon, my friends, Sunday World Building will be returning. Uh, but uh, a date on that is still tentative at this point in time. Uh, aside from all of that, uh, oh yeah, YouTube people, thank you so much for watching. All the podcasters, thank you for listening. It has been a pleasure as always. Hopefully I can get some better audio to you next week, but give me some time with that. I'm I'm working on some solutions there. I got you. There you go. Thanks. That's, that's specifically for the people only listening. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and hey, if you're looking to do a YouTube comment this week, tell you what, uh, give us your vote of who you think should be the next train conductor whistleblower for our hype trains uh and we'll we'll run a poll next week or we'll run a poll tomorrow night on uh on fireside chats with the lovely reina but with that said that is all we have for this week i should start the raid we're gonna go see our friends over at art hard who stopped in earlier they're doing their finale of their campaign tonight so we want to show some support uh please stick around for the raid it is very helpful for us it's very helpful for them and if uh if you're not already following over there you should you should do that as soon as you get over there because they are uh they are an awesome awesome group of people but with that said to all the adventurers out there, whether finding yourself once again in your humble abode with your companions freshly met, or alternatively, finding yourself with a strange tart full of magic <laughs> that can help you or harm you, only time will tell. To all of the adventurers out there, be careful out there. You can trip. Guys, use this raid message when we get over there. And aside from that, we'll see you next week. Love all your faces and take care. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Later, you dirty jabronis. <laughs>